0: The Ticket. Podcasts are brought to you in part by Lewis Jewelers, the official jeweler of The Ticket and proud partner of Michigan Athletics.
1: Good morning, Ann Arbor, Michigan. Happy Monday, everybody. It's Monday, March 6th, 2023. This is the Michigan Insider on Sports Talk 1050 WTK, the ticket. We are online at WTK.com. It's been 1,192 days since Ohio State last beat Michigan on the football field. And we are now day uh, now six days until Selection Sunday. And just like last week, we were on the air on Friday. It feels like Selection Sunday is even further away for the Michigan men's basketball team following their loss yesterday at Indiana. Another, well, we'll get to it in just a moment. And we're going to hear from Juwan Howard and Hunter Dickinson who spoke to the media after the game. We're also going to start to revisit the NFL Draft Combine, which wrapped up yesterday down in Indianapolis. Uh, while down there, uh, we heard from the, uh, well, coaches and executives, et cetera, we all down there. We heard from uh, the front office and the brass of the Lions. So we have audio from uh, Brad Holmes and Dan Campbell, but also some select Michigan players that spoke on the podium. Uh, we'll be able to bring that audio to you this week as well. So we're going to start digging into some Combine stuff this week here on the Michigan Insider. But obviously a lot of basketball on the mind this morning as we're heading down the home stretch towards Selection Sunday. The Big Ten Women's Basketball Tournament is in the books. Uh, we'll get to all that and a whole lot more. Also on the show this morning, the recruiting roundup at around 745. Uh, hoping to hear from Michigan baseball coach Tracy Smith this morning in the 8 o'clock hour. And of course, we'll get to the mayor of Scott Bell at 905 here on the Michigan Insider on Sports Talk 1050. WTK, the ticket. Uh, but it was another one of those close games only to see the Michigan men's basketball team fall short. We've gone through, uh, maybe we don't need to do this again, but we've gone through this exercise before and how many of these games start to feel uh, very similar from over the course of the season when you look back early on in the year. Now, there were some games that Michigan was just never in, right, like the Arizona State game or the at Penn State game, but most of Michigan's losses, Virginia by a couple of points, Kentucky by four points, North Carolina by four points, Central by a couple of points. And that's the loss in particular. That one, if you don't have that loss, you're probably in the field already fairly comfortably. Not, you know, five seed range, but fairly comfortably in the tournament without that loss uh, under your belt. But you have that on your resume. Uh, The six point loss at Michigan State, the OT loss at Iowa. You keep going down the list. And we remember these games, most of these losses, uh, pretty much all the losses since then, except for the game at Penn State. They've all been really close games, whether in overtime, double overtime. Michigan, of course, has played in three straight uh, extra session games, the overtime win against Wisconsin, the two OT loss at Illinois and the OT loss at Indiana. And so you look at the schedule and you see a 17 and 14 team and you kind of realize that 12 of those 14 losses are all pretty much in this one category. And so. It's very frustrating, I'm sure, uh, within the, uh, the the you know the team, within the players, the coach is very frustrating. Uh, for fans, it's definitely frustrating. Saw a lot of lamenting on uh, social media and got a bunch of text messages uh, at the conclusion of the game yesterday. And it's, it's just what this team is this season, unfortunately, in what is a very middle-heavy Big Ten, right? You have Purdue at the top, and then you have a whole bunch of teams, two through you know whatever they, it turned out to be, two through nine, two through ten, and... You know, It was to the point where even after the loss yesterday, Michigan could have been anywhere from 5 to 8 in the seating. With a win, it could have been anywhere from, uh, you know, it would have been two, up to as high as 2, but with the loss down to 8. Like, the, the range that some of these schools had going into the final week into the regular season was remarkable. It's a very middle-heavy Big Ten. You have... Indiana is going to get like a four seed, probably. Uh, Maybe there's another four or five seed in this uh, conference. Of course, Purdue is going to get a very high seed, Uh, but then everybody else is like a seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, or on the outside. Look, just on the outside looking in as a bubble team. That's what this conference is. And Michigan was just short in a whole bunch of those contests, and even the non-conference games. Obviously, the Carolina game, another one of those bubble teams. Uh, Virginia would have been a huge game to get Uh, they're a highly ranked team that would have been a really good one to get and that's just the way this season has gone that's the game on Sunday and just like the previous game at Illinois it seemed like there were a lot of segments of that game maybe the whole game the game as a whole just a microcosm of the season that's been for the Michigan men's basketball team now I look at the field and what's ahead for Michigan so first you look ahead and look at the bubble and I have honestly I Kind of tuned out basketball last night after the game was over when it came to uh, looking at the bubble. I didn't feel like looking at it because I still feel like Michigan needs more wins, probably a couple more wins to get into the dance. And it still might be two because as the eight seed, they play Rutgers on Thursday. And if they win that game, they play Purdue on Friday. And what I was saying last week, I still, I still think I maintain, which is getting to Saturday... <laughs> of the big 10 tournament is probably what will get you in. And I still think that might be the case because a win over Rutgers is a solid win. A win over Purdue is a really good win. If you get those two, that might be enough. Now you might have to beat either uh, probably Michigan state or Iowa, but even Wisconsin or Ohio state in a semifinal matchup to actually get in. It might be to the point where you do need those three wins, but maybe because of how the bracket lays out and you have Rutgers first and then Purdue and if you get those two, that might be enough as I start to look at the path ahead. But the other thing that I look at uh, in this bracket, in the Big Ten tournament uh, for the men in Chicago, which starts on Wednesday with uh, the early game, is at 6.30 you have 12 Wisconsin versus 13 Ohio State, followed by 11 Nebraska versus uh, 14 Minnesota. Terrible Minnesota team this year. Going to bow out most likely on that first night. But you look and see that this this thing is really wide open. Rutgers, uh, now, the injury they had a few weeks ago is uh, really kind of, kind of cut up to them, it seems like. But can Rutgers win a couple of games in a row and get to the weekend? Absolutely. Can Michigan? I mean, yeah, they can. We saw how they beat Wisconsin and a few of the other wins, but they've been in so many of these close games and been on the wrong end. You don't have a lot of confidence that that would be the case. But in theory, both of those teams, when you just on paper, Purdue obviously is the one team that you look at as the strongest, but we've seen them when they're not on their game, in particular when their guards are not on their game, they can get run off the floor. They can lose. We saw it happen against Indiana. A couple of the teams have done that to them. Not many, but it can happen. But if you go away from Purdue in the bracket, Iowa, they don't play a ton of defense, but if they get rolling like they did at Indiana in that big uh, road win and just the offense is clicking and the defense forces enough turnovers, they can get rolling and get to the weekend. I don't have a ton of confidence in it, but they could. I could say a lot of things about the same things about Michigan State, right? They can get, you know, put a couple of wins together. I don't have a ton of confidence that they can, but they definitely can. And that goes all the way down through everybody else, which means outside of Purdue, and if Purdue has an off game from their guards, this thing in Chicago is really wide open, really wide open. I can argue probably uh, one team for sure in Purdue that I would, that, that I could see winning three games and then, Ranking the least shaky of winning more, you know, winning multiple games in a row from there. It's it's pretty wide open. And I'm not worried about getting to Sunday or winning on Sunday if I'm Michigan right now, as you know, they keep talking about one and oh. And I think that they've got to get to Saturday at least. Uh if not, it's look at NIT. And if you lose to Rutgers, probably still need NIT, but you're pushing it with falling to seventeen and fifteen. Uh, It's uh, teams that are right at 500 or just a hair above 500 don't always make the NIT, uh, in particular don't make the NIT. So uh, not that that's something that fans necessarily care about, but it is extra practice time. And for the guys that are going to be coming back, that's going to be important to get more valuable practice time to make better on-court decisions. Because there's one thing that we saw yesterday is a a lack at times of very smart on-court decisions. So we'll get back to basketball in just a moment, but real quickly... Um, The Michigan women's basketball team did so many things right versus Ohio State. They limited their turnovers to single digits, but they still fell just a little bit short. And now they await their fate, which comes out on Sunday as well on Selection Sunday. Looking like a five or a six seed. I looked at ESPN's bracketology uh, yesterday for the women, and I saw them as a six seed. So we'll see if that's uh, the range that they get, five or six. Unfortunately, it's not enough to keep them home. Uh, To be at home, you have to be a top four seed. Uh, I don't think they'll, uh, we'll see where they end up, but that comes out on Sunday as well. So now the men can still play their way in. Obviously they have to play their way and the women now await their fate. The hockey team needed overtime on Friday in a really uh, entertaining game. And then a late fury Saturday, Grace and I were at the game on Saturday. (laughs) They scored those three goals in 90 seconds late, including the empty netter to win at nine, uh, to win at seven, four. Fantilli was unbelievable over the weekend. A really good weekend for the Michigan hockey team. They advanced to the semifinals and they will be hosting this weekend Ohio State at uh, 6.30 on Saturday at Yostai Serena, uh, Michigan State, upset Notre Dame. And they advance, and they're going to play at Minnesota in the later game on uh, Saturday as well. I uh, wanted to give a quick shout-out. Congratulations to the Michigan men's lacrosse team, picking up a ranked win over Delaware over the weekend. That was really sweet. Uh, congratulations to them. Also, congratulations to Mason Paris. Uh, at the Big Ten Wrestling Championships at Chrysler uh, at 285, uh, the number one uh, ranked Mason Parrish yesterday became the first Wolverine since 1998 to win the heavyweight title. He beat uh, his opponent from Penn State 5-3. So the first heavyweight champ at Michigan in wrestling since 1998, Mason Paris is a beast. And congratulations to him. And also just a note that it's a huge night tonight at Chrysler for the women's gymnastics team as uh, number one Oklahoma is in town. And so a big night tonight back at Chrysler for uh, for Bev Plock uh Bev Plokke's squad. So good luck to her uh tonight and see how that one uh, plays itself out, but uh obviously they're right there. I think they're number uh right now that number 2 in the country. Uh and also will have the number 2 seed in the Big 10 tournament. So uh, we're uh, obviously uh coming to the home stretch of their season, but we're going to shift back to basketball later on. We're going to get the football but right now Back to basketball here on the Michigan Insider Sports Talk 1050, WTK The Ticket. We are online at WTKA.com because on the other side of the break, we heard from uh, Hunter Dickinson. We heard from Juwan Howard. We're going to hear from them coming up on the other side of the break here on the Michigan Insider on Sports Talk 1050, WTK The Ticket.